0: Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Here are your hosts, Chris Forte and John Moises.
1: I'm John Moises and back from China is Chris Forte. Live brave. And this is the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the show.
0: It's great to be back. You're back, baby. I'm back. Loving it. I miss this part. Uh, I miss my brother, you. We haven't seen each other close to three weeks.
1: No, I just walked in the door about... 20 minutes ago and we're fired up the pod and let's do this thing
0: yeah I was in China I got back you went to do uh you had a good time in Vegas you saw the Pacquiao what's, what's his name Pacquiao Pacquiao fight and um we usually meet on a Monday or Tuesday and that didn't happen and we're here on a Thursday we usually pod on a Tuesday or Wednesday so right right and I got to be, uh, I got daddy duty, so, you know, we're rolling here, man, because I got to... You, you got to jump back into ch- real life here. jump back into life, got three girls, and got to get back on the game. All right. Well, I can't wait to hear
1: about this China trip, but before we do that, I want to thank all of the followers on iTunes. Thank you for subscribing to the Humble Warrior Podcast, and everyone that follows, is, follows us on Twitter at The Warrior Pod, and liking the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. So... China two
0: weeks in China two weeks in China it was a school trip uh, my daughter's in eighth grade she takes Chinese She's taking it sixth seventh and eighth grade my old daughter my older daughter went on this trip also two years ago and uh it's an experience and or it was an experience I should say and it's not a vacation and uh it exceeded though all my expectations. You know, I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah, I just kind of went with it, and um, wow! I mean, I mean, in many different ways. It was just an incredible trip.
1: So you covered a lot of ground. You said we were talking, and you said you went to
0: seven different provinces. Yep. Yeah. Um, I haven't. Wait, seven, eight. Eight. Eight in fourteen. You know, thirteen days really. So you spent basically a day and a half at each what well, we and well some we'd be in and out like one day okay. and like fly to the next one then you know at the end of the day okay so the you know we started off we started off in shanghai and we were there i think for um we were there for two to three days and then we went to another place called i'm gonna hopefully say this right lijing and that was you know the probably the easiest part of the trip cuz we were there 3 4 days okay and so they
1: eased you into it at yes, least
0: yes and she knew she, what she was doing okay and then it was like boom 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 we did Shandu's Xi'an, Luang, I'm not saying I if I saying all these yeah, right sure uh Shailon and Kaifeng and we did like maybe the, all those five provinces maybe i think like in 5 days Wow. something like that. And then we ended with Beijing being there for a few days, which was nice.
1: Wow, that sounds fantastic. Yep. So I know you did we you did one blog near the end of the trip. Yeah, that that you shipped out. Yep. Um and you saw a lot of culture and you learned about the people. What was the I guess what was the most eye-opening thing that you discovered?
0: I think oh, a couple, just a couple things. I mean, there's, there are obviously so many, but,
1: you know, I, you know, what just blew you away that you weren't, you were just like, wow, I did, was not
0: even expecting this. I think, I think daily life and, you know, first place was Shanghai. Yeah. So we took buses everywhere mm-hmm. and it seemed like every bus trip was like an hour. Sure. But you're just looking out the window, what have you. And I think the two things that, um, immediately kind of just sparked my interest is one is how many scooters are on the road like mopeds. Oh yeah. Because I'm I'm a moped ride driver and, but all these outfits that people wear like it's protecting them from the wind and the cold. Okay. And, but they don't wear helmets. (laughs) Um, Okay. But, um, so you know, you, that country's one, 1.3 billion, but it seems like we're always in kind of like traffic everywhere. Okay. And so that was a, but that was like a cool thing, just watching all these people on these scooters, and then, and then in these big high rises, we say saying the buildings, whatever, everybody keeps their clothes out the, to dry. Oh, like on oh, on the yeah, like on just a like clothesline clothes or clothesline or over the ledge, um, that, and then the whole, but this I knew kind of going into and the whole going to a bathroom experience. It's different over there. Okay, so, I feel for the women. That's all I could say. Okay, so, so it's a different it's not way. Not toilets or it not not the toilets that we have here. Okay, it's a stand and squat. Type, okay, you know, and bring your own TP. TP and okay, and it was kind of cool. I kind of cool, but it was entertaining going through it and seeing the girls get high fives when we may be at a place that had the Western toilets. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) But, um, and that was also amazing too of like, because you know me, I drink a lot of water. I got to go to the bathroom a lot. (laughs) Yeah. But there's not convenient places you would think when we're like going to see all these tourist places or whatever. I mean, the bathrooms were just non-existent. Okay. So, but I adjusted, I adjusted. Okay. I adjusted. And I think though, you know, from the, you know, the, the work, you know, you and I have done over the last, you know, this is, you're always constantly doing work. But two years ago, I would have been in a different place with this trip. Like certain stuff would have bothered me. Like what? Like the stuff I just mentioned. Okay. For example, you know, being in the bathroom, being in a bus for an hour, you know, just the whole But you know, I, you would get
1: antsy, yeah, you antsy. anxiety, you would have,
0: yeah. Or, or maybe get rid of frustrated okay. or, or, but that, that didn't happen at all on this trip. Okay. At all, at all. And it was just, you know, being present and being in awareness. And actually I take that back when something would come up or what have you, I would just concentrate on my breath. Okay. and then that'd be like, yeah, well, that's good. I'm, back, I'm back in the, I'm back in the groove. Sure. And, um, and I'll tell you another thing and great group of kids and great group of parents. I think there was a total of 58 of us mm-hmm. and, you know, we'll highlight a couple things on the trip or, you know, any questions, but you know, usually sometimes the parents were in the back and the kids were in the front. That's just the way she wanted it. And uh, so the par- parents are always in the back of the bus. The kids are in the front of the bus. Okay. So you didn't sit next to your daughter the whole time? No. Correct. Okay. And that's Never all right. Much. Oh, yeah. that and let them interact. And, let have them, and, and we had tour guides on the bus. So they're always talking. Oh, gotcha. Happened. Okay. You know, and like in sometimes in any other, I don't know, circumstance, you know, there's always going to be one or two. Yep. That are not liking the way it's going. <laughs> you know. We'll say being negative or what uh, have you. Sure, there's always whatever. Sure. Like, why yep. are we doing this? Yeah. Now this is getting changed. Right. You know. You know the glass is half empty or half full. Mm-hmm. And it was just good to know that you know that didn't bother me at all. Nor did I. Nor was I going to participate in any of it.
1: That's good for you. Yeah.
0: And any of it. So, um, and just you know went on the trip with a, a good attitude and you know just treasure this experience that i have with my daughter nice well good yeah but i think the you know i think we'll, we'll get to the blog that i wrote about because they'll say the you know the two big highlights of the trip but there were many highlights and one is for the work that you and i do and so Shaolin temple was huge shaolin shaolin see i'm glad yeah, you're here okay. shaolin temple yeah. birthplace of kung fu the birthplace of kung fu yeah. and zen buddhism Yes. Yeah. And so learning that history, and I think that was also amazing of all of China, just how much history there is. Sure. You know, our country's well, what? I mean, it's I mean old. Our, country, yeah. our country was born in 1776. I right. Mean, so the history and the buildings they have there, there is cool.
1: Yeah. It was cool. And did you feel transported at times or did you feel like, I mean, I sometimes mean, when I go to, like, I've been to Philadelphia a bunch of times. Okay. I've seen Independence Hall. Okay, you know where the signing, like yeah. the Constitution, was. Yeah. And You know, I kind of stand there and like I'm amazed that wow, two hundred years ago, this is where the this yeah. is where it happened. Yeah. And this now we're talking about like ancient history when yes. you're going to China.
0: Yeah. When you we see
1: structures that have been there not hundreds of years right. but thousands of years
0: thousands of years and, and i have some more pics to show you that i even share on instagram or facebook but like um i'm trying to think um uh, when we were at i'm just gonna look it up because i want to make sure i had the right city here um hmm. i'm not sure exactly where it was but w- we visited a place where they car you know the um In in these mountains were these huge Buddhas. I mean, huge into the stone. Okay. I mean, talk about like Mount Rushmore kind of size. Yes, it's exactly what it was. Okay. Yeah, Mount Rushmore size, and of the of all the Buddhas, and that was like wow. Yeah. Wow. Because the time back then. How did they do it? How how did they do it? Like the pyramids. How did they do it? How did they do it? And same thing with all the temples. How did they do it? These Mm -hmm. things were. Enormous, yeah, and these big Buddhas that are in there.
1: Mm-hmm. So, now did they talk about the along the way? Did you learn about kind of Buddhism and their spiritual philosophies? They
0: didn't. No, touch on they, that? they didn't. They didn't touch on any of that. Probably because probably because t- nothing politic. for the kids. Okay, but uh, but eighty percent of it's Buddhist. Okay, and um, you know twenty percent is dispersed. Okay. Um, so there's a gentleman, a parent, uh, who lived in Shanghai, I think for eight years and knows a lot of the culture. Mm-hmm. So he was great to have, cause he kind of educated me a little bit about, he understand that I was kind of just intrigued by this. And okay. so he, he was given a lot of education of his, his, like for his business, how China is trying to catch up to us, meaning that, um, on how they approach daily life. So There's this part of China and Chinese culture that the harder you work, the more money you're gonna be and make success be successful. Sure. As we could attest to Mm -hmm. and have played that game. Yeah. Right. So what's interesting is you have these two extremes. Right. These two extremes in really two opposite sides of the spectrum. But really was like, wow, this this is what spiritual fitness is all about. What you and I talk about is to find that balance in between. Right. is not, you know, in, in day-to-day life and the right. way we live it. You know, I can't, nor am I meant to be to go live in a monastery and just be up in the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. I'm here, man. Right. I've got three kids to raise, family, right. and I like being here. But, and I played that work card, go, 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 build a business, money, success, do that, do that, do that. hmm And I tried that way and that way really... Didn't turn out the way. Satisfy you. Yeah, it didn't turn out the way. And so it's just like, so that was kind of eye opening. And it's like. You know what's interesting about
1: that is that I feel like. So China is trying to learn to to become more like a capitalist country. Yes. Right? And they're fighting their history and their tradition and their Mm -hmm. values. Mm -hmm. Right? We are a capitalist country, but I think in today's climate, and not to get political, but if you look at this, what's happening today in mm-hmm. politics,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think we're fighting to go, to be less, we're, look, a lot of people, you and I included, we're not alone. There's a lot of people out there. A lot of people listen to this podcast. We're fighting to find that balance. Yes. And move away from go, go, go. Yep. And more to, this is my life. Let me, Let me enjoy it. Let me figure out how to do it without just focusing solely on getting ahead yes and making a dollar yep and all that and i yep. think i think a lot of what we're seeing in today's you know in today's politics and today's oh. culture is the collision of that yep and it's interesting cuz you the, the same thing is happening in china right but the opposite right
0: yep and you have all this history of all like going up in the mountains. And, you know, sure. I, I spent the time with a few of these monks, you mm-hmm. know, and these guys are at peace. Yeah. <laughs> They're the most peaceful guys. Right. You you know, you could hang around. Mm-hmm. And to your point, though, but when you get into the cities of Shanghai, Beijing, hustle, 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 mm-hmm. do whatever you got to do to get ahead. Right. Same thing here. You know? Right, right. You know? So. Interesting. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting.
1: So we're a lot closer and the same than we think we are.
0: Right. And, and that was another thing. We're all connected. Like, I didn't feel like, you know, obviously huge language barrier, but you know, they look, I mean, look like a bunch of calm, I'm not say happy people, you know? I mean, going about their business. I mean, it was like, I, I felt comfortable. I didn't feel uncomfortable. Okay, so they were accepting. They were accepting. And what was kind of cool was a, truly a minority. Well, well, yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, but even like walking around, besides right. being with the 58 in our group and yeah. going all these places, very, 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 very rarely did we even run into any other Americans. Sure. Yeah. Just very rarely. I think I might have spoke to one American in Xi'an at the Terracotta Warriors. Mm-hmm. And... I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> I think that's it. So what about the food? Well, I could I'm going to take a break from Chinese food for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, it the hotels we stayed at were very nice. So the it was American breakfast every day, like these buffets. So yeah, so yeah, so to start your day, you know, and I'm a firm believer breakfast is the most important meal of the day, gets mm-hmm. you going. So had that going. But you know, the way this thing was organized is there was three square meals a day. It's three square meals a day. You had breakfast, you had lunch, and you had dinner, and lunch and dinner were Chinese food.
1: Okay, so you had Just, some chicken legs and- Well, you know. Like,
0: some, I, it's, some exotic stuff, let Yes, let's exotic say. stuff. But this isn't P.F. Chang stuff. This is- No, yeah, I, I get it. You know, but, you know, again- I should
1: have took you- I should have, I should have taken you. I should, take, should have taken you to some authentic Chinese restaurant so you could have- eased your way
0: into yeah, it yeah and i like should have taken pictures but again you know what's interesting about like living this lifestyle I didn't let it get to me like I, I in the past i would but i was just like embrace this appreciate this food this is what you have and you really had at least in every instance options so i could have went straight veggies if i wanted to just veggies and rice sure but, you know, at times where I wanted to fill up, I was like, all right, I need some protein here, and I'm okay with that. Right. And I just went with it. And, it, and I'll tell you, when I got back, um, only took me a day or two to get right back into the rhythm of things. Good. And I think that's just because of what we talk about, of just having a routine and discipline. And and sometimes we get off that routine or discipline if sure. it's traveling or like you you and I were talking about, you've been going through stuff Eric has been away and we both haven't been on routine um but when you get back you're just back in your routine right you know it doesn't affect you as it maybe once once would right so I was able to do you know yoga is very important to me so that was something I adjusted to I couldn't do based on the schedule is just too tough to do yoga every day but I did it you know, maybe four or five times while I was over there, which was great. And, um, did it in my room or in the weight facility. And, um, you know, I hadn't run in a while either. And I think two times I ran, ran over five miles and it was great because of the lifestyle that, you know, we've been living, my body responded. Like I did no soreness or anything Okay, and, um, all the walking we were doing. Yeah, no, I'm sure you were yeah, walking mean, like ten miles a day at yeah, least. Yeah, a lot of the parents had what are those uh Fitbits? Yeah, the a, Fitbits. Yeah, yeah, so everybody's tracking their steps. We were doing That's at least funny. we were doing at least minimum five miles a day. So yeah. you just well, knew yeah. yeah. That's good exercise. Yeah, very good exercise. So when we did some rigorous stuff, there were a couple uh, hiking trails and, and mountains that were challenging. So I mean, as far as physical activity, I felt that I, I got enough. Okay. I got enough in that department. Good. Yep. And uh, I was able to keep up my morning routine, you know, besides my daily readers, able to do my, obviously, how I be, have gratitude in the morning and mm-hmm. doing that at night. And, you know, I, I did do that. I didn't think I'd have time to journal, but I did. Mm-hmm. Sent out a blog and I kept up the daily mantras. And so it kept a lot of my daily practice in within rhythm. Got it. Nice. So yeah. Um but I think one of the biggest things on this trip was when we visited the uh a school. Okay. A school. I think it was, the school was maybe it was a grade school. Or? A grade school, first uh-huh. through 6, and I think it's been a tr- I guess an ongoing tradition that every year derby that that's where my girl goes to school. They bring these gifts to the kids and then Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And they have some relationship with the school. And the, the kids get together, you know, for, you know, an hour and then we're off. And mm-hmm. so, so we toured the school and it was like, wow, this is a big difference between schools in the States. I mean, the facilities, you I mean you would wouldn't that be something that we're accustomed to? Okay. And I don't know. I don't remember exactly the number of kids, but a third of them stay there. Because it's, they're too far for the transportation. Like, they stay on the school. They, so they, they sleep over. They, they live there. Yeah, they live there.
1: Do they go home on the weekends? Or they, they're there I, they there for the...
0: From what I understand, they live there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And th- so they showed us where they live. And it, it was these... They all live in one room. And these bunk beds. So it's like... I don't know. How, I mean, they're squeezed. Like camp? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Like camp. And... You're like, wow. I mean... I wanted to send my kid there, you know? I mean, that's... But when you see these kids, they came out, we did recess, they had this dance, you know? Smile from ear to ear. No care in the world. Hmm. And it kind of just, you know, children are our greatest teachers. And these children know... They have have no comparison, right? This is the way they're being raised and what have you. Mm -hmm. And just happy kids.
1: Well, they're probably just they're probably honored to even be at school to be have the yeah. chance to be there yeah is a big deal for them yeah whereas you know sometimes here we take things for granted that yeah. oh you're going to school and okay I have to go
0: to school yeah and so that that's definitely a place that you know touched my heart and as the kids were kind of going there was a ping pong table out there Oh, right. They so, school you? Yeah, well, this is what happened. So <laughs> um, I was able to get the paddles and a ball and everybody, they had this big basketball game. It was interesting. So all the boys were playing basketball. Oh, wow. it, oh yeah. Good. So they had, you know, that it was the school versus the derby boys and they had pennies and referees. So they're all doing that. And then all the girls were either watching the game, doing cheers. It was cute. Okay. Or, you know, running on the grounds and playing games. All right. So as I was sitting there, there was this ping pong table up there and I was like, I'm going to go get these paddles and a ball. So I went and then I went down and I went to one of the tour guides at, and one of the teachers asked one of the young boys if they want to play ping pong,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: they were just sitting there. Of course, this kid, you know, all of them raising their hands and they picked this one and me and this kid go up and it's just him and I. Okay. It's great. It's just him and I. And you know, they hold the racket. Yeah. This this kid can't be older than eight. Yeah. But he's very good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we're playing, and there's no language, so we're just hitting. We're not keeping score. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, a woman teacher comes over. She, no, maybe in her 50s, takes the racket from the boy and wants to start playing. me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and we start hitting. And again, language barrier, no, no keeping score, but just hitting. She gives it to the boy. Him and I start hitting. Five minutes later... Another older woman in her 70s at least uh-huh. comes over, grabs the racket for the boy, and goes, play. And we play. Okay. And this woman was like... She's keeping up. She was keeping up. I went, we, we figured out the communication that we played to 11, switched sides, and I won two games to one, but it was very competitive and fun and just a great experience. Wow. So you yeah. beat up on a 70-year-old Chinese well, woman. And, <laughs> and what's great is, she, she, hey, she brought it. She wasn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so she brought it and brought up the competitive juices and, uh, you know, that was that. Nice. So that was a great experience. And then, you know, I, I think like after getting the rhythm of the trip, you know, anybody that's a parent that has a child, I mean, especially at you know, the age of where one of my kids is this one who's 14, I mean, I don't know how many opportunities you really get to have in this life where you're just with them two weeks with them. 24, 24, seven. 7 yeah. And kind of out of reality. Day-to-day reality. Sure. Like, we're in a country. There, there's no phones. You can't use your... You know, you don't use your phones mm-hmm. there. Until um, you get to, like, the hotels at night for Wi-Fi and stuff. Mm-hmm. You're with who you're with. You're with who you're with. And in that experience. And, um, you know, and that was priceless. And it's a memory. Yeah. It's a great memory. You guys bond, you think? Big time. Big time. Big time. And so... It's good to be back though. Yeah. It's well, good to that's be good. back. Good to be back. And um yeah. Well so, that's good. And I loved it. you know, I I had opportunities at the hotel to hear your show with Erica and uh that was awesome.
1: Yeah, we tried to keep it going.
0: Yeah, it was good. And this most recent show with Pat Jones that we're getting a lot a lot of people responding to. Yeah. Yeah. Pat yeah. Pat does a fantastic job. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I think the other, you know, maybe just to kind of uh, shift gears, but not really to stay, maybe stay in the same topic as I, when I got back, one of the things I wanted to do that was on my calendar is see this, uh, Dr. Shafali Tosbury speak, Okay, which I went to Sunday night and I wrote a blog on mm-hmm. and her philosophy on parenting. Okay. And, and she's written a couple books. She's written a couple books. She's out there. I mean, I guess Oprah is one of her biggest fans. Mm-hmm. Oprah promotes her. And Johnny, it's kind of a lot of the philosophy you and I talk about, okay, in a way, spiritual, like not getting not getting caught up in how we're supposed to raise our kids and you know the way culture has it nowadays, and and, and kind of just in a way let them be and mm-hmm. how they are. Number one, our greatest teachers, and how as adults, if we're aware, we're already broken. This, that would be her words. Okay, and we're trying to heal ourselves, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know we don't have the tools, or we don't, we're consciously not even aware that basically we're putting our shit on our kids. Sure, absolutely, and it's, and it's happening over and over and over and over and over, and it's just a, a cycle. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think we're more, uh, we have more education now where that obviously our parents' generation didn't have where people are, you know, there's more self-discovery. Yeah. More self-discovery on this stuff. And it was just interesting coming from China, you know, looking into those young kids' eyes and and hearing that talk that, um, to always remember that. Right. You know, that children are our teachers and we're always also a children to our parents or to whomever. Sure. And, um, it kind of takes the pressure off a little. I've found that it takes the the pressure off of parenting in a way that are we giving our kid everything that you know, they need to be whatever, right. To be successful. Sure. And I, you know, I, if it just comes to just loving your kid unconditionally and just tell them repeatedly telling them, you know, do what you love. I love you and support you no matter what, Mm -hmm. you know, try that route, you know?
1: Yeah. That's, uh, easier said than done. Easier said than done, but very wise words. Yep. You know, I, I, Eric and I talk about this all the time because our kids are still young. Mm -hmm. They're two and four. And there's this, you know, at this age, there's a balance between teaching them right and wrong, Mm -hmm. right, and giving them a good solid foundation and also making sure all the time they know they're loved. I think that's the key is that no matter what you do, they have to know that they're always loved. Yep, Right? Because I think that's where... it sometimes gets gray if you're disciplining all the time mm-hmm. and then they feel like they're not loved. Right. Then, then it becomes a challenge right. for them. Right. But if you, there's a, there's this little yes. ground where you say you teach them, you know, sometimes you have to be strict. You gotta yep. be hard. Yeah. You gotta be tough, but you also have to, on the flip side, you gotta let them know it's okay. Right. I love you. Yeah. this, you know, right. we're going to get this. We're going to get through this together.
0: Yes. And I think that's the the word you said together. And that's, you know, one of the things that she brought up. It, listen, we're all human. No one's perfect. Sure. We're all human. But I thought one of the things that was interesting, I think I forgot what grade her kid is. I want to say maybe seventh grade. And she gave this great example of, you know, maybe she lost it or she was angry at mm-hmm. her kid. Mm-hmm. Right. And a couple hours went by and she came in and talked to her kid and, you know, I'm sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well the kid already forgot. <laughs> yeah. You know? And his yep. parents so we gotta that's what it's saying is we gotta understand where the child's come from. That they right. they're letting all that stuff even they go. Let it go. They let, let it go. go quick. But then we carry it and then we're bringing it back. Right. And it's already gone. You know. And, and that's not and so that's what you know part of the philosophy was, and that's kind of like what we teach here of being in the present, right? You're in the present, something happens, you get angry. Mm-hmm. Right? It happens normal. It happens all the time. Right. Time goes by. That's that's already passed, right? Right. And then as a parent, oh, we want to coddle them, or maybe we feel bad that's, and we go back. That's that
1: absolutely was, the challenge. It's like yeah. it's that it's kind of what similar to what Pat and I talked about last week, but on a different topic, it's that guilt. Yes. That eats away at you that you did you didn't respond the way you wanted to. Yep. And then it eats away at you yep. and then you overcompensate on the other side. Yep. Where you're like yep. either coddling or you, you make yep. a mention of something that's already yep. that was in their mind very small. Now it's become something bigger. Yep. And you're actually you're not doing it for them you're doing it for yourself
0: yes and that is kind of like the lesson there's an under that's like taking it to the next level is that has something to do with you or me you right know, why are we coming back or well, why do we feel so much guilt mm-hmm. I'm not good enough or wherever whatever words we're using where is that coming from right
1: and I, and I think then, it's it's tough for everybody because yeah. you know while you're you're trying to learn about yourself and do your work mm-hmm. right and, and have more self-awareness about your feelings and how you respond. And as you do that, you do start realizing you've done, you've made more mistakes. Right, and you will right? continue to make mistakes. you will continue to make it. And it's dealing with that as you're going through this process of learning about yourself and learning how you react to things and when it's good and when it's bad is to not, is, is to accept it. Yes. And say, all right,
0: I did it. Right. And, and own it own it and 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 leave it there with you right and and you know you you can and you can even take it to the next level we can get in and you take that into relationships or what have you sure. as far as this conversation with the kids you know you, you just start using the words aware and conscious and you just do the best you can mm-hmm. you know you gotcha. with that well it's good to have to have you back buddy dude it is awesome to be back
1: I think we should wrap it up and thank everybody that subscribed to us on iTunes, followed us on Twitter at The Warrior Pod, liking us on the Humble Warrior Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And until next week, live
0: brave. Join us next week for the next episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. Subscribe to the Humble Warrior Podcast by visiting chrisforte.com.